It's Monday, January 17th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about Martin Luther King Jr. Day, the hostage situation in a Texas synagogue, the volcano eruption near Tonga, and Novak Djokovic's exit from Australia and the Australian Tennis Open. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. Today is a federally recognized holiday to commemorate Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., the Baptist minister and civil rights activist who led the fight for racial equality in the 50s and 60s, a time where whites and blacks were still very much segregated. In his activism, Dr. King was an ardent proponent of nonviolence and even reiterated this stance after an assassination attempt left him hospitalized for weeks. In 1963, Dr. King led the March on Washington, which was a demonstration of about 200,000 people to show support for civil rights legislation. At the Lincoln Memorial, he gave his famous I Have a Dream speech. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood? I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream. My poor little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. Dr. King was awarded the Nobel Prize for Peace in 1964. On April 4, 1968, he was assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee after being shot on his hotel balcony. Martin Luther King Jr. Day is now held every third Monday in January. A 10-hour hostage situation took place on Saturday at a Jewish synagogue in Colleyville, Texas. A man entered the building at 11 a.m. during a service by claiming he was homeless. Part of the situation was captured on a live stream used to share the service on Facebook and Zoom. The situation resulted in the FBI killing the hostage taker, and all four hostages were rescued alive. Authorities are continuing to investigate, but so far they know that the suspect was a British national and Muslim man who they believe was working alone. They're still trying to figure out the exact motivations. The man was making demands throughout the day for authorities to release a Pakistani prisoner who's currently serving time for attempting to kill U.S. military officers in 2008. But the family and lawyer of the prisoner has since come out and condemned the situation, claiming that they aren't aware of any connections between the two. The man's brother has also come out to claim that he had mental health issues. 
the rabbi of the synagogue and one of the hostages, credited the community's security training for the successful outcome. Apparently, the organization had undergone courses should any hostile situations arise. Over the weekend, an underwater volcano erupted near the remote South Pacific nation of Tonga. The eruption shot gas and ash thousands of feet in the air that has caused damage to the local internet and communication systems, which has made it difficult to assess the damage. And with the volcano being underground, the burst caused a ripple effect in the ocean, which put many countries along the Pacific on a tsunami alert. It's reported that Tonga itself was hit pretty hard by the tsunami, but details are still pretty unknown. There have been some other reports of some flooding and some property damage in Pacific coastal cities, and even a few casualties, but so far, no reports of mass destruction. Tonga is near Fiji and somewhat near Australia and New Zealand, who have offered aid and to help in the rescue efforts. Last week, I talked about tennis star Novak Djokovic's issues trying to get into Australia in order to participate in the Australian Open. Australia has some of the strictest COVID restrictions, with one of them being that all people entering must be vaccinated, with some exceptions. Well, apparently, Djokovic, who is not vaccinated, had been cleared for an exemption by tournament organizers. But when he arrived a couple weeks ago, he was instead detained by border authorities for 10 days while they determined whether or not to cancel his visa and deport him. Well, Djokovic's team fought for a reversal, and for a few days, it looked like things were going to go his way when a judge ruled that the treatment towards him was unfair. He was released from detainment and began training before the competition. But this weekend, Australian authorities again determined that he was not eligible for vaccine exemption and he has officially left the country. They're currently determining whether to revoke his visa for three years. Djokovic was ranked number one and was looking to use this tournament to break a record for the most Grand Slam titles won. He's currently tied with Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal for 20 wins. It's Monday, January 17th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the news diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at the news diet or directly to my email feedback at thenewsdiet.com.